This podcast is solely for the attention of institutional, professional, qualified, or sophisticated investors and distributors. Hi everyone, this week we're going to talk about technological rivalries between great powers and the industrial policies they decide in this context. So why do we have to speak about this now? Well, because the US Senate has just passed a bill entitled Innovation and Competition Act, which will allow significant investment in research and development in the industries of the future. We'll see which one later in this podcast, with the objective of countering China's ambition. It is particularly interesting to note that in an extremely polarized American political context, this bill received broad support from both major parties and is likely to be passed rather quickly by the House of Representatives. In the US, this bill is dubbed in the press as the anti-China bill and is presented by some as a response to the Made in China 2025 strategy. So let's take a step back. The plan Made in China 2025 was unveiled in 2015 by the Chinese President Xi Jinping. It was a 10-year plan that targeted 10 strategic industries and aimed to make China the leader in the high-tech industry, head of developed countries and no longer dependent on, on them. The plan was itself largely inspired by the plan Industry 4.0 unveiled by Germany three years earlier. And among the 10 strategic industries targeted by China were robotics, clean vehicles, new information technologies, artificial intelligence, aerospace engineering, and high-tech maritime engineering. From an economic standpoint, the plan consists of government subsidies for corporations, cheaper funding, and the establishment of tax credit. And even if the total cost is not known, it is often estimated to several hundred billion dollars. And this plan has started to bear fruit. We can think of the spacecraft China has sent to the planet Mars, the return to Earth of the spacecraft with samples collected on the moon, or the 10 kilometers descent of the Fenduze submarine to study flora and fauna. All this gives China a certain prestige, but we can also highlight commercial successes since China has, for example, become a leader in the electric vehicle market and recently gained a lot of market share in the field of industrial automation. So if we come back to the US, the plan that the Senate has just passed is an ambitious plan of $250 billion over five years. And what must be underlined here is that the public research has lost a lot of ground in the US over the past decades. The federal research and development spending calculated as percent of GDP has fallen steadily since the beginning of the 60s, which corresponded to the space race. And they are currently barely above half a percentage point. So this bill is clearly a reaction to the emergence of China, which is explicitly mentioned in the bill. So what is in the bill? So the bill includes an envelope of 52 billion over five years to facilitate the development of domestic semiconductor industries. And here we have clearly seen this year the dependence of Western countries on Asia with the shortage of semiconductors, which penalizes a large number of industries, including the auto sector. The bill also includes 120 billion over five years of additional funding for the research and development activities of the National Science Foundation, the Department of Commerce, the Department of Energy, and the NASA. These funds will notably allow the creation of a new directorate within the National Science Foundation, which will work on key technologies, such as artificial intelligence and quantum computing. 
So in short, the rivalries of the great powers on the technological level are pushing them to invest a lot or to resume investing a lot, which could lead to innovations that could benefit the national champions. In the background, it is also an even clearer decoupling between China and the US that is emerging. So there are many reasons to follow this topic in the coming years. Thank you and talk to you next week. All comments and analysis reflect CPR AM views on market conditions and its evolution, according to information known at the time. As a result of the simplified nature of the information contained in this document, that information is necessarily partial and incomplete.